Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Anime Casuals. I'm Michael. I am a Johnny. And this is The Weekend Talk. Um, if this is your first time here, um, The Weekend Talk is where we watch a couple of anime and rank them in hype order that are occurring in this season. And we have chosen the four anime to watch because we're choosing four because more than that is a lot to deal with. Uh, even though we are definitely watching more than four anime already. Uh, we're doing Trigun Stampede. We're doing One Piece because One Piece is getting good. High Card and My Hero Academia. Um, now, this is actually, I think, a hard decision for us this time because we did not hype order before we got into it. That's true. Uh, but it was a lot of hype to go around. It was a lot of hype to go around, and I think I can kind of throw this out. Uh, why don't we start with Trigon? Then we'll go to High Guard, uh, High Card, My Hero, and One Piece. One Piece is the hypest, or yeah, or we can put My Hero at the asking. end. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Okay, so we're gonna start with Trigon season one, episode six, Trigon Stampede, um, which of course is the similar bones, new muscular structure, uh, reinterpretation of the old Trigon. So, what happened in this episode, Johnny? <clears throat> uh, a lot of crazy stuff. I don't remember his name, but the guy that carries the massive cross. His name is Nicholas D. Wolfwood. See, there you go. That's yeah. a pretty crazy name. I don't know how I forgot that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we get to kind of see some backstory into Nicholas D. Wolfwood. Some beautiful storytelling where they were like, uh, and I'm trying not to like cut one piece of my head because one piece also did some interesting like flashback um animation but they did this whole insanely silent bit where they were like no talking just mm -hmm. showing like subtitles across the screen of like him living through his childhood and that was like slowly mixed in going oh this is kind of dark this is like this is that was pretty cool to watch yeah this is like intense and then it slowly added like voices back in as he got older um, but yeah, it was a bit extreme seeing basically, uh, oh, and then that trippy part where while we're watching him like grow up, they strapped like 87 things to his body and like pumped him full of this drug, um, or at least tested out how, yeah, I don't know what they did, but they made him experience some, I, this is gonna be a hard reference, clockwork orange nonsense mm -hmm. where they just kind of like watch these crazy uh, intense visuals and freak out a little bit. And then I, okay, I don't know if I misunderstood this, but it seemed like they were like, hey, we're going to make you age several years in a matter of months. Yeah. I Go. And I, it happened. It was crazy. I don't even know if they meant to do that because like all, all the voices in the background were like, what's happening? It's like, oh, he got, he got older. It's like, oh, that's a shame. Yeah. And then like, he, he like, the drug that's pumping through his system, I think it's making him stronger as well, but there's this whole thing where he can instantly heal from wounds. Uh, with, well, like, whatever, with whatever that... Um... The, the vial of whatever he took. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so it seems like the set of villains that's working for Knives um, 
who is Vash's brother, is all of these experimented on humans that have special gifts. Yes. And I guess Wolfwood's special gift is that his body is very uh, muy simpatico. Um, it, it works very well with this drug, and he's like the greatest that they've ever seen. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I don't, that's not how it was in the other series, so I actually like this update. Uh, the, from him having this whole, like, I think in the older series, it was like, he was just trained by, like, a priest who, like, believes in the way of the gun instead. Yeah. It's like, you know, I still worship the, you know, holy God, but also, I bring guns around with me and I make sure I kill who I need to kill. Uh, um, yeah. And in, in this one, there's, like, some similar lining, because there's still, like, a, a priest-like dude who's the scientist. Uh, like, I think is like the same person, but in this one, it's like, no, nah, we're going to experiment on you and you get like a super cool cross gun. It's like, okay. Yeah. Of course then, uh, I mean, getting his, uh, I don't remember his name either, but his brother involved with all that, I guess. So they did the same thing to him. It was like Lucio or Luvio. I think it was Luvio. Yeah. Luvio. Yeah. And I, that, I don't know. Cause we didn't see like, he's got this, like, huge thing across his eye now. It looks like he's partially robotic, and he's got two tiny guns. He probably didn't survive, but he was like, no, I'm not going to give up. Yeah. Craziness. But, yeah, he's got two cross guns, and that's pretty uh, That's pretty cool to see. Those were, and he, like, every time he stops firing, he, like, spins them, and, like, they reload. He starts shooting again. Looks good. Like, that all, that all was really good. Um, I think the reason why it's on the bottom of the hype list today is not because it wasn't hype, but because this this episode leads into the next one. So it's not yep. it's not technically self contained, although One Piece is the same. But you know, One Piece looked really good. Um, yeah, it did. And this is the Sand Steamer episode, which I actually was like, I think while we were watching originally, I was like, and now Johnny, the story here's a fun story. Where like in the original Trigun, it was a bunch of dudes have neon all over their everything they had and all they do is like they jump aboard this sand steamer which is basically like a sand crawler from star wars um carry it's a transport thing and they just rob it for the valuables this seems like it's different (laughs) seems very different now a little bit we got the neon people i haven't seen the leader guy we we have this whole new back like backstory with uh, Wolfwood and possible brother yeah. and like Vash just going like please just stop fighting like I'm not gonna kill you and you're I don't want these people to die and, and then there's all these police that are on board the ship who are also shooting and it's it's kind of crazy it's kind of wild see I I know the whole premise is that uh, Vash is just like a magnet for all this violence and you know death but it. It feels like in this new one that he's way more of a magnet. Yeah. I don't know. People are just rampant with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's Vash. I'm going to shoot everything. Yeah. And, and it, it's definitely because they can just animate it way more. And it's just, it's more fun. But, I mean, it's definitely, it's it's kind of, yeah, it's just funny to watch. Yeah, very, very funny to watch. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I continue to say every time we talk about this show that it's really good. And I think, I uh, I think it's a great representation of how to remake an anime. 
you know, the previous representation was Brotherhood. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood was like, hey, we need to remake this because it wasn't quite like the manga. Now we have Trigun's, uh, Trigun Stampede, not Rampage. Rampage is the the other manga that came out, and I think the movie. Um, this is really good. So I'm hoping maybe this starts kind of a chain reaction of taking some older anime and doing it up in a very right way. Like I can imagine like Rurouni Kenshin being redone. Um, That's an awesome pick. I yeah. Really like that. I was going to ask if you had any in top of your head, but yeah. Awesome. And that one doesn't even need like <clears throat> Trigun is a sci-fi world. So obviously it benefits heavily from being redone, but Rurouni Kenshin is just really nice. It's just like they could up the, the core, the, the fight choreography. Yeah. And, and really animate like all of these like weapon movements and stuff that that would make it look really pretty. So I agree. It would give a, give it a good um. What do I want to say? A good mix of uh, realism because mm-hmm. that's one thing I feel like I got in today's episode of Trigun and um it like realism and also just anime ridiculousness. Yeah, that's, it's just great. So I hope we get more of that. And with an updated budget, that's what comes. That's what comes more like updated animation. Um, so I think that rounds out Trigun a little bit. Uh, we're going to pass off to, uh, what did I say? High card. Yeah. High card season one, episode five, uh, brand new anime this season. Um, uh, basically magic cards give people superpowers and that's really cool. In this episode, um, we dive into the aftermath of the samurai girl fight from the last the last episode uh where i don't remember her name but um she has like a dual personality and when she uses her card and brings out her sword it actually starts to use the sword with the scabbard off yeah, her that, name is lap <laughs> yeah peace oh yeah that's what I, <laughs> yeah i love that and then like she goes into like her war mode where she just starts destroying people and cutting them up so um Basically, she used that. They captured this guy whose card power was to clone himself, but to actually make real clones, uh, kind of um, uh, twice style from my hero. Um, uh, except that these were physical clones, so if you shot them, they would actually die uh, and be really bloody about it. So we we get the aftermath of that, <clears throat> and I think to really summarize the episode. Uh, we have a detective, a detective's apprentice, um, who in the last couple episodes she's been like, "I want to learn more. Tell me more. I want to learn about what this mysterious powers are." Justice, yeah, justice. I'm here for justice. Um, and I, so I don't forget about it. Actually, the police, uh, the actual detective, he had this line that he says towards the end of the episode, where he says, "We aren't here." Uh, I don't think he said we aren't here, but he said we are here to see the balance and to make sure the balance doesn't like go one way or the other. We're here just to make sure the scales are balanced. And I thought that was a very interesting thing for him to say being like a detective and typical like cops are like, oh, justice, justice, justice. The truth will win out. It's not an equal balance of the scales. It's like, no, well, good side has to be way up. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like the detective was like, no, that's not why we're here. We're here just to make sure that everything is equal. So the villains and the heroes 
are on the same playing field. You know, I guess that makes sense. If you know you're outclassed, I mean, you might as well just be like, hold on, let's just, let's keep it fair. Yeah. They're going to fight. Let's not get everybody murdered. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. And he, in in a surprising turn of events, we basically open on the episode of, she's like, hey, I want to interview this guy. And he's like, Psh, go interview that guy. Make yourself happy. Which I feel like typical cops would be like, no, I gotta hide you from the truth. You can't, you can't know. Uh, and he's like, yep, go interview him. And I don't know if he had already predicted what was gonna happen to this guy or not, but it's interesting to think it that maybe he did. Uh, he might have. He definitely has some pretty deep connections from mm-hmm. everything we see in the episode because of all the people he uh, ends up talking to and how they talk to him it's very uh i don't know if cavalier is the right word i want to say cavalier but yeah they're very friendly for a, like a, a head detective in the in the police agency yeah and uh, i'm the head of a criminal organization yeah so um basically she interviews this guy kind of goes like hey you're gonna tell me everything and he goes yeah just make sure i'm safe and he's like she's like i can do that Spoilers, she doesn't do that. Uh, well, he definitely thought he was going to die otherwise. So, yes. I, mean, I don't know. It was an all right call. Yeah, all right trade-off between the two of them. Um, so the head detective guy, he goes to this uh, party, which you know he might have been invited to, and we see the, the guy uh, from I'm, – I'm not going to get anybody's name, so I'm just going to call them their powers. We see Marble Guy. Uh, who can turn people good old in Marvel. Yeah, good old Marvel guy who yeah. can turn people into marbles and kill them. Um, which it also seems there's a weird, like, I was going to say di- dichotomy, but I don't know if that's quite the white, right word. But between these two, like, villain organizations, between Muck, Muckle? Muckle? <laughs> Muck. Okay. Muck. Uh, uh-huh. and Klondike, the two competing, like, organizations we're seeing who are competing over these cards... Klondike is brutal and like most of their powers are deadly or yes. like some violent thing. Pinochle is the opposite way. It seems like they have a lot nicer um, uh, powers that come from their cards, but they're very uh, efficient. They're like high on the quality. Both sides are high on the quality, except for Lap. Like, she's the only one who's like, okay, you have a very violent power. She's a little too much. But yes. I, I'm really excited to see what she can do against, mm. you know, these people of Klondike. Yeah. So, uh, he goes to the party, things are happening, and then the leader of Klondike, Mr. Klondike, because, you know, that they make things really easy, that the head mafia, mafia person just has the name of the mafia. mafia. Um, so, Mr. Klondike comes out and goes, hey... So there's this guy over here, doors open up, a guy with a with a paper or a sack over his head comes out. He used to be part of our family, and now he's not. And, you know, I just want to let you guys know that this is kind of what happens to people who, like, leave our family. And a, a second ago, he's wearing gloves, and he touches this guy's head, and this guy's head just starts to rotate against his muscular structure of his neck. Mm-hmm. Trigger warning for anybody, you know, who's watching, who hasn't watched this episode. Um, and his neck continues to rotate around his neck, but fighting his neck and the muscles that are there. And there's a little bit too much detail in this, in this moment. <laughs> and then we, we cut, um, to this other scene where, uh, my man with the two of diamonds, um, he's got the, he's got a two. No, I think it's like two, two of spades or two of clubs. Two of spades or two. Still. Um, 
and oh his name was in my head it's like old man i don't know like his last name's like that um he gets taken in by the uh, lieutenant apprentice lady and they have this like lovely little chat and then goes oh a bus hit us oh now the bus is floating in the air (laughs) over our heads and I'm handcuffed to the chair, and you're not doing anything about this. The bus is about to land on us. Please undo the cuffs. And then they get out, and we see another person from Pinochle who has this psychic power, like, card that whatever she, like, points her fingers at, she can control, like, where it goes. Yeah, she can definitely. she definitely has some kind of telekinesis. She can just control things with her fingertips, and it's... It's pretty gnarly because she definitely chokes the one lieutenant and then holds the other guy's gun against her. Yeah, and goes, you're going to shoot her in the head. I'm like, whoa, immediately, I think. So the other guy's, his head rotates all the way around. That's messed up. Almost shoots this, uh, the lieutenant in the head. Um, and then the, the this lady with the ghost fingers, I'm, I'm going to call her ghost fingers, um, just walks away and goes, hey, if you ever try to shoot me again, you'll be dead. Uh, and then casually walks away while it was like, while it was raining. And that's sort of the end of this episode, except that we find out that L- Lieutenant has connections to both Pinochle and Klondike. Uh, because Klondike, the guy who leads it was his childhood friend. And he also know, or the, the guy who leads Pinochle's childhood friends. Maybe they're all childhood friends. Who knows? It definitely seems like it, actually. But those, those deep layers now occurring in this episode, which I think is really awesome, and I think it takes the quality of this entire anime and raises it up. Instead of just fun, superpower anime, it's now, it's like, hey, there's layers. I'll give you that. It was definitely just kind of, it was decent and entertaining, but now that it's adding a lot of uh, crazy plot points, I'm getting more invested in it, and I'm glad I kind of kept with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's high card, uh, in a nutshell, I'm very excited to keep on going with this and we're almost possibly at a halfway point of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually hoping it goes 24, but you know, maybe too much of a good thing. Um, our next one is brain goes blank for a second. I think I said one piece, um, one piece. It is episode 1000. It's a and- lot. 51 technically season 13 if it one piece actually has seasons uh probably arc 13 so episode 1051 and we can actually go a little quicker on this one because a lot of it was a battle um beautiful battle uh luffy is finally back up on top of the island um basically pulling kaido into a one-on-one fight Gives enough time from Momonosuke and Yamato, uh, who Johnny and I were actually talking about. They're doing a really interesting thing with Yamato with her pronouns or his pronouns. I'm very confused on the whole situation, and I don't want to look it up right now. So if you know, you can let us know uh, like what their pronouns end up being. But they're playing around in the in the um, what's it, the, the the narration with calling Yamato him. And then at times we've seen other characters call Yamato her. And then uh, Kaido calls Yamato his son. So it's all crazy. And I could think I could just look it up on a wiki and be like, this is their pronouns. 
But you know what? That's not the fun of it. We're gonna we're gonna go along with this show and figure it out together. I actually did a casual search of it one time, and I got nowhere. Yeah, because you know I I can only check in a casual search like the first two. One of them was garbage, so the other one didn't help either. It just said like, "Yep, Yamato calls calls themselves a a man." No. They're Odin. They identify as Odin, so they're a man. I was like, that doesn't really answer my question. Yeah. Okay. So when we find out, we'll, we'll let you know officially. Uh, but uh, Mom- Mamanosuke and Yamato travel off the top of the island. Um, Mamanosuke, uh, Yamato kind of teaches Mamanosuke how to fly like a dragon would. <clears throat> on the clouds. You uh, must run on the clouds. And there was a really, really picturesque moment where Mamanosuke is going up through the sky, grabbing clouds. It was really pretty. I was like the, uh, I like to call it the wallpaper moment in anime. Yeah. When they have that scene of just like, whoa, that's cool. Yeah, that was 100%. And the reason why we're talking about One Piece again is because it's actually really getting pretty and good. And we're getting past all this filler stuff. And the other half of the episode, besides the Hokkaido moment, was... Kaido and Luffy came together in one, like, one big assault on each other, and it exploded upwards and cleared the sky of any clouds. And the moon shone down, mm-hmm. and Cat Viber and Dog. Dog, dog guy. Uh, <laughs> I was definitely going to say the wrong thing and be like, dog snake, but that's not it at all. Dog man. Um, Cat viper and dog, whatever. Dog storm. Storm it is. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I beat you by a second. Uh, dog storm and cat viper, they do the Sulong transformation, and they absolutely destroy Jack and uh, Pedro Pedro. Um and lick-a-tongue. Lick-a-tongue. Uh, what a good end to that that whole thing. Because I was worried, you know, a really cool moment between Kaido and Luffy leading to other people doing really well. Beautiful fight. It was definitely very cool to watch. And they're definitely having fun with a lot of the animation that's going on in this uh, in this series of episodes. And uh, I was thinking about it earlier. I, forgot, I meant to look it up, but I didn't. But uh, I'm wondering how close we are to like uh are we at 100 episodes in this uh i'm not saying look it up now but i mean i just i wonder i'm gonna look it up later we are over 100 episodes you know i thought we were i think wano started at 892 or somewhere around there like the late 890s (laughs) so putting whole cake to shame yeah but i feel so much better about this arc than whole cake except for the odin like the odin flashbacks it does feel like it's going all right yeah, it's like we're we're actually into a big, big, big fight, and <clears throat> it doesn't feel like it's unnecessarily extended. So, enjoying it. Yeah. Um, everything well, in One Piece is going cool. Very much so. Yeah, I think that's all we can say about One Piece right now. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to this big fight. Uh, last but not least, we have. My Hero Academia, episode 132. Season 6, episode 18 or 19? Something like that. We're getting close to the end of the season. Um, Good. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Good. There's a lot of gnarly things that are happening that uh, I I think it's just kind of about time, and I'm glad we're seeing them. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got a vague mini time skip by like a month or two (laughs) uh, where... 
it seems like Deku is now starting to get a handle on his powers. And we see that by getting some quick highlights of what's happening in the city, the city that was destroyed. Uh, it's like the people are now kind of fending for themselves because they don't trust the, the heroes anymore. The heroes are sending people out to kind of be like, hey, you can trust us. We're well-trained. But they're not well-trained enough to handle some of the bigger names of the prisoners who escaped. Uh, and then we have Hawks, Endeavor, and Best Genus, uh, All Might, and Deku, who are like the five of them going out and capturing the prisoners again. Um, and taking down the Nomus. I think, like, is that what they're doing? Uh, while Deku is working on making sure all of his quirks can work together. And we see a new quirk. Yeah, he's getting some hard practice. Yeah. And uh, that's a pretty good squad to get him from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of wish Miracle was in there, but I also understand why she would not be. Uh, Johnny, it's almost like one of her arms was twisted into oblivion. She is missing a lot of herself. Yes, yes. A very drastic amount of, like, her legs are not there anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. She didn't get the midnight tri- treatment, but uh, she got thoroughly de- destroyed. Um, which we see that Deku has a smokescreen ability. And yeah, that, and I'm that's, not thrilled by that. Yep, that's our new cork for the day. <laughs> yeah, I'm not thrilled by that. That's kind of that feels kind of like a disappointment. Yeah, I get that it's useful for his move set. Mm-hmm. Very useful, and he can make a lot of smoke. But I don't know. That's not very impressive. Yeah. Uh, there's two more people, you know, who are gonna, could potentially have crazy quirks. And not that he, every quirk has to be crazy. I just, I don't know. I don't know what I expected. It just definitely wasn't smokescreen. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see. So we have uh, all for one. No, one for all user number one was power buildup, stockpile, and the ability to pass it down. Um, four is danger sense. Another number is the whips. Another number is float, and another number is smoke screen, and possibly we have two more because all my and Deku don't have quirks. Right. So do they just? So I want to make seven? sure. Do they just stockpile strength? Like uh, base strength is that them or is that someone else's quirk? No, uh, I think base strength is because. Nobody else could access any of the other quirks. Huh, okay. So I think all the quirks <clears throat> are actually built off that same foundation that they're all built up in that way. Okay. So just the way, like, how the strength was passed on All Might, and now he's, like, super, he was super strong. All of the quirks get that same treatment. Which is also weird, because they weren't worked on, but, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have any, anything too much more to say about my hero. It's just good. It's like, it's really cool. I like how Deku looks now. He's kind of like a vigilante, like going through the streets. No, honestly, something we could talk about. Oh, the muscular fight. That's yeah. That's a little bit, uh, man, he has a crazy fight with muscular. And I mean, it's Mm -hmm. not even crazy because it's that long, but the, the power he demonstrates is pretty gnarly. One, he controls him with whips. He Use the smoke screen that I was, you know, just ragging on. But uh, yeah, smoke screen, the danger sense, which I don't know. That's like a pretty gnarly spider sense right there. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know what the extent of that is, but I mean, <clears throat> I don't know if he can be like a mile away. Like, oh, there's something horrible over there. 
But uh, it's all pretty crazy. And he takes down Muscular pretty pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's at like 45%. Wow, you're dead. Yeah. And then took him to prison. Oh, we also find out actually from that that uh, Deku didn't hurt his arms in the same way. So No, not as badly. Yeah, not as badly. So a couple of good things coming off this episode. Um <clears throat> Something else I wanted to say is we've been on kind of a week or two break from our YouTube channel, uh, just making sure Johnny and I can uh, handle things successfully. So our first casual discussion should be coming out tomorrow, uh, which is going to be talking about Ragnarok, uh, the first seven episodes. Next weekend, we will have... Uh, the second part of that, will, which will be going over three episodes, the second part of Ragnarok. I think Johnny and I have already picked a couple other series that we've uh, that are new that we would like to talk about, and we'll kind of use the casual discussion format to kind of explore these newer anime that we've been looking at. So, uh, thank you everybody for uh, listening. Um, we will catch you again next week, and we will try to regulate this to come out on Fridays. This week, Johnny and I got a little behind in life, so this one is going to come out a little later, but thank you. Happy Super Bowl to everybody, and as always, we got to keep it casual. casual.